Um, I did get very drunk last night and try attempt to Marie Kondo my apartment. Has anyone ever done that? Yeah. Oh yeah, all the women nodding, all the men looking confused again. Okay, <laughs> terrible experience. I was like deep cleaning everything, trying to throw shit away. I didn't throw a goddamn thing away. But I found that in my drunken state, I found the first pair of sexy underpants that I'd ever bought. They're very old. Like, you know, ladies, when you hit 12, you get a few pubes. You're like, oh my god, I'm a whore. <laughs> so found my first pair, very drunk. Uh, yeah, they're neon yellow cheeksters. They say boys and ice cream. Oh. I'm a lactose intolerant lesbian, so. <laughs> boys and ice cream. All I want now is fucking pussy and corn nuts. <laughs> Welcome to the Blackout Diaries, the show where stand-up comics plus everyday people tell true drinking stories. I'm your host, Sean Bear Flannery. And I am C.J. Sullivan, and each week here on the Blackout Diaries, we have a different theme when it comes to the debauchery and drinking, and this week it is a one that's close to our hearts, of course, and that is drunk purchasing mm-hmm. online. Drunk and, purchases. And, and, and just the dangers of uh, technology and online when it comes to drinking and, and our behaviors with it, right? Um, yeah, I, ma- mainly drunk purchasing because drunk purchases isn't anything new, but it's become more dangerous. I feel mm-hmm. as technology has gotten uh, more advanced, we have access to more expensive things yep. that get delivered more quickly. You know, and, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because it used to be like twenty years ago, you couldn't buy a reproduction sword from Lord of the Rings <laughs> and have it in your house right. in forty-eight yeah. hours. And, you, and you it know, wasn't like, at your fingertips to look it up, too. You know, there's. <laughs> That's the problem. That's what these phones yeah. have become. They've become, you know, you're just enabling drunken buddy. You know, like, sure, you can get mm-hmm. one. Why couldn't you get that? You've earned, you've worked hard your whole life. Why can't you buy a, a tomahawk from Conan the Barbarian? Yeah. <laughs> you deserve it. And this. it's all just go. It's all coming from like some sort of reseller website like right. Amazon or eBay that's just going to sell you. Like if you if you actually 20 years ago were actually to find the store that sold a sword like that and you were to go in there blind drunk, <laughs> I'm sure they would have like some follow-up questions before they close that sale. Right. But Amazon's like, Amazon's like, it's on the way, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, track it if you want. Um that is a good point. Like, there's that saying, you know, of course, the famous saying of "always do sober what you say you do drunk." That should they should update that. That always buy sober what what you order drunk. Like, you'll always go to a brick and mortar sober. Let's walk yeah. in, physically find this thing. What you what you think you want order? You know, when you're drunk. Exactly, and I think that's a great idea because, like, I think one of the best. In terms of what internet drunk purchases look like, I think the best precursor to that was a street festival. Mm. Like, you, like you and I both lived in Chicago, yep. like the Old Town Art Festival. Yes. Where there would be all these booths of people selling their wares, but they were only selling to drunks. So most of this stuff was stuff you would you would never buy sober. You know? <laughs> right. Street festivals always had, yeah, they, they, they attract to the drunks like that. If you weren't into jewelry, I remember I, I've always had my eye on one of those hilarious uh, uh, sketch paintings where it's like all the mobsters having dinner together, you know, like that famous one. Like good, yes. good fellas and Sopranos and, you know, the Godfather, all at the same meal, like all in Scarface, you know. Yeah. Um, so uh, we were You bought one at Taste it. of Lincoln, didn't you? Yeah, Taste of Lincoln. I wound, we wound up grabbing one. We were doing some haggling. This one was amazing because it was uh, it was all the mobsters, and then they just started throwing just any general, like any kind of like popular characters, like Jack Sparrow is in there, Britney Spears with a snake on her, you know, like it's just like all the things, like having dinner with all mobsters and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, we, we we it was it was a hard 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 haggling, you know, but like and then we proudly brought it back. And uh, held it over the couch, and that, 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 I, I think it's gone now. But we're like, we sobered up clean. Like, okay, the, the joke got old enough. Like, we, we can't. 
<laughs> we can't hang this up. <laughs> Sick. <laughs> but it seemed yeah, like a that good idea. only uh, has to be sure. pinned into the wall to a freshman dorm. Like you You're can't right. put that into a <laughs> mailable address. Like that cannot be hung up on. Well, I also remember like one of well, my. But favorite I remember talking. We'll, we'll get it framed. It'll, it'll be great. We'll get it framed. <laughs> <laughs> Because it comes in the plastic, you know, those things never get. Played. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's also, by the way, I don't know if you've ever bought something like that yeah. and then actually tried to follow through on a quote for framing. Framing is the most surprisingly expensive thing in all <laughs> I know, the world. It really like, is. Like, like I, I don't know if you've ever gotten quote on framing, yeah. but they'll be like, "Oh, you want to frame that Jack Sparrow uh, <laughs> Sopranos uh, dinner? Okay, that's going to be nine hundred and fifty-two dollars." <laughs> Seriously, I did that recently. I was getting something framed as a gift, and I was like. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I like. I, I think I stormed out of this framing store. Like, I'll, I'll make this myself. <laughs> God damn it! Like, I went like, to a I Michaels have, or something. I could fucking contact this painter and have him do seven more of these <laughs> for that price. Like, what are you talking about? Right. I could have it framed with other paintings of the painting. Yeah, for cheaper than that. It was outrageous. I think I went to like a hobby, like a Michaels or a Hobby Lobby or something, and like. They were like trying to talk me through it. Okay, maybe we could put this in, like you were saying, put this inside of another frame, glue that together. Yeah. We can get through this. Like, I, I need your hardware. And then, to and then even then, they're like, yeah. And then they're like, that'll get you down to three hundred out the door. And you're like, what? I thought I, I thought I was on a prank show the first time I walked into a frame store, and they told me the price. And they're all over. Maybe they're just all fronts for the mob. I sound like my dad here, yeah, because I never see them working on anything, and they're all over these. Frames, right? And no one can afford and it. And you got to come back in three weeks. Three weeks. What are you? What are you doing back there? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Too. <laughs> you, like you put fucking plexiglass <laughs> over some over a diploma. What? Are we, what's going on here? <laughs> Pal, I can get a furnace installed <laughs> in four days <laughs> for less money than this. Like, is, what the yeah. fuck is going on? And we can't even promise you if you it's going to be ready. Through. We're just going to give you a call in three weeks. We're going to give you an update yeah. then. <laughs> oh, That's man. absolutely amazing. Um, well, should we get into our, our story first and then and then come back uh, to some of these drunk purchases? Because uh, we have a great uh, comedian who's going to be on, Claire Sunby. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, absolutely. We forgot. Yeah, we have great comedian Claire Sunby who has a story that goes all over the pl- that uh, hits a lot of notes, including some drunk purchasing and on, and being online. Mm-hmm. Um, we were t- so uh, let's see. Yeah, we'll get to her. Um, and she also and it also details what we were talking about how it's much more dangerous now with online because we were saying we had a guest on a uh, uh, couple episodes ago. Um, he was saying. How it's different back in his day, you know, back in our day, the old man stuff. Like, you know, he would you would do your drunk shopping would be like on infomercials late night. So you would it was really oh yeah dice, yeah totally. You know what I mean, so you, I bet that was all like after eleven thirty p.m. Yeah. That was every commercial. But then you, it would you know, come, but then, um, but then your purchase would, wouldn't come yeah. like six to eight weeks. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wait, what did I do? That's amazing. What the, I bought yeah, a juicer. N- talk. <laughs> Yeah, just getting the weirdest, and it always came from like it never came from like Bangladesh or wherever right. it was at. It was always like a PO box, yeah, it was a in PO like box. Austin, Texas, or yeah. some weird Red Bank, and, and it New never Jersey, said the or name something and, like that. Yeah, or yeah. some kind of warehouse, you know. Yeah, no name. There was no track your package. You know, it would just arrive. Out of nowhere, like a long lost relative or something, like just knocking on your door to take to take me in. Who are you? You, are, I think. Uh, my mom says you would know who I was. <laughs> like, like, you know, like some son you left behind. Yeah. <laughs> they were the funny, like, uh, like uh, it would be like a chia pet, you know, right. or something like, like, like where you would grow, like you grow weird plants yeah. or it, uh, stuff you would never buy sober, because you, you never saw any of those products in real stores, which is very revealing. And when I was growing up, I was always like, and I didn't know about drunk purchases. I yeah. was always like. Well, why do I have to buy it on this one eight hundred number? Like, why doesn't Sears <laughs> well, have Chia Pet? It's funny you say that because you know it, it is funny when you go to a store now, and, it, and some stores will have that as seen on TV. Like that's a thing, you know, where they yeah. sell infomercial stuff in a store during the daytime, and that's like mm-hmm. the uh, drunk goggles, you know, of products. We're like, oh, oh yeah, God, yeah. I, this is I what wanted it. Really looked, yeah. yeah, I wanted that thing like, last <laughs> night, like a TV. Oh Lord, what is that? A comb holder? What the fuck am I gonna do with that? <laughs> like it's just a little sad department over there in the corner. 
Oh, yeah, it's always like uh, it was always like a pile near the register. It wasn't right. orderly or anything <laughs> like that. And yeah, totally. <laughs> anyway, but you're right. Let's get into Claire as I as I derived. To the Let's get into Claire because she uh, has a hilarious story and um, she's a great, uh, great comic. And we have an interview with her afterwards. So without further ado, upon to Midnight Jury, here comes Claire. What's up, Friday Night in the City? What's up, everybody? I like it with Aaron's story. All the guys were like, cool, and all the women were like, that was probably a crime. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we all were like immediately concerned. Uh, okay, so uh, I, I drink a lot, way more than when I before I started doing stand-up. Uh, so I'm going to share three of the biggest legal mistakes I've made while under the influence of alcohol. Um, I did get very drunk last night and try attempt to Marie Kondo my apartment. Has anyone ever done that? Yeah. Oh yeah, all the women nodding, all the men looking confused again. Okay, <laughs> terrible experience. I was like deep cleaning everything, trying to throw shit away. I didn't throw a goddamn thing away. But I found that in my drunken state, I found the first pair of sexy underpants that I'd ever bought. They're very old. Like, you know, ladies, when you hit 12, you get a few pubes. You're like, oh my god, I'm a whore. <laughs> I gotta go to Victoria's Secret right now or else my mom's a bitch. <laughs> oh my so found my first pair, very drunk. Uh, yeah, they're neon yellow cheeksters. They say boys and ice cream. Oh. I'm a lactose intolerant lesbian, so. <laughs> boys and ice cream. All I want now is fucking pussy and corn nuts. <laughs> So didn't even add that to the, uh, the, the list, but yeah, we're gonna get into three of the biggest legal mistakes I've made, and no one can tell this to my dad. This is what he looks like, okay? I know, he's so, he thinks I'm just so innocent. He thinks I like, he's, he's the sweetest, look at his eyes. He's so, he's so wholesome. Um, yeah, if you see him, don't fucking say, no, the, yeah, don't say anything. Um, so context for this incident, you guys already know I'm a lesbian, embarrassing, I'm also a vegan, arguably worse than being a lesbian. Uh, any other lesbians or vegans? It's not me. Oh, oh. A few? Okay. I was gonna say, there's a lot of flannels in here, so I thought there were either other dykes in here than me. Uh, so yeah, no. When I told my mom I was a lesbian, she was upset. When I told her I was a vegan, she was absolutely furious. <laughs> she was like, "This fucking, she was like, this liberal city's just fucking changed you." She was like, "Pick one, pick one right now." Uh, okay, so chapter one. The first, one of the first, one of the worst mistakes I ever made was. Um, so you guys know, and. Uh, <laughs> It's not a pride show, Claire. Shut up. But um, so my first time going through a really bad breakup, I, I was like living with my girlfriend. We did the whole pandemic together. We lived together for, for two years. We like I had a dress picked out. We were so like, you know, convinced that we were going to be together. And then we had a terrible breakup and I was just drinking so much. And I was like, you know what? And her whole thing was she was always like, I feel like you're going to end up like she was like, oh, she was always like, you've never been with a guy. I feel like once you'll you'll be with a guy, you'll just want to do that. And I was like, no, no. So then we broke up, and I was like, oh, okay, I guess I'll try it. So I, yeah, I tried hard drugs and fucking men, coke and cock. <laughs> I still don't know which hole was wrecked more, but <laughs> all I can say is like, straight women in here, you guys deserve you guys deserve the parade and the fucking month and everything. Like, f seriously, f I I did it one time. F I was very drunk. Fucking a man is like flying Spirit Airlines, okay? <laughs> the whole yeah! time, whole time I was like, I'm gonna fucking die by the end of this. <laughs> There's weird stains everywhere I look. The equipment is not operational and no one's offered me water the whole time I've been here. <laughs> terrible, terrible time. And then I tried going on a date with a guy, and I'm a lesbian, so I of course had to get drunk to get myself to do that. And he took me to a jazz club, and I was like, yeah, I'm gay, and I think you are too. This is a little... <laughs> You're watching them blow, and I think you want to be doing it, buddy. <laughs> All right, so that's that. Chapter two, the stripper time. <laughs> so, okay, guys, I, I know I'm already beating to death this breakup thing, but on the anniversary of the breakup, my two male comedian friends that are all older than me, and it was probably a predatory thing, were like, let's go to a strip club. <laughs> so we go to a strip club, it's all nudity, it's like in the sticks, we like traveled for this. And I'm so nervous, because I'm like not like a cool, confident, like sexy girl or whatever, you guys probably all think that. 
Yeah, you guys are probably all thinking that. Stop, stop, I'm 15, stop. Um, I'm fi- stop, I'm 15! <laughs> relax, relax. Uh, my, my, da- my dad's gonna pop out. So, so we go to this strip club, okay? And I'm just like getting so drunk because I'm so nervous because there's just like all these women around. And this uh, one of my friends was like, hey, uh, pick out your, your favorite stripper and I will talk to her about giving you a lap dance. And so the f- my favorite was just the first one I saw because I was like, I love them all. So he talked to her and arranged for it. And I remember her looking like this. But they said that she looked like this. <laughs> but I really remembered this, okay? And she gave me a lap dance, and, um, and I gave her all of my money. <laughs> I went to the ATM, I gave her all $215 of my money. She, her name was Vixen. So the whole time she was calling me like, baby, sweetie, honey. I was like, I think she really fucking likes me. <laughs> yeah, I used to be like, Claire, you gotta work hard in life so you don't end up a stripper. And I'm like, work hard so you can go back and end up with that stripper. <laughs> I love her and I miss her. Whichever one she is. Okay, we're, oh, this is the embarrassing one. I debated all day and if I wanted to cut this one. Okay, this is the fake Instagram. Stick with me. So like Sean mentioned, I am a stand-up comic. That's real, that's my full-time job, baby, I'm poor. And part of doing stand-up comedy is you have to put these fucking stupid clips of yourself online so people will watch it and come to your shows. And I don't like doing it because you get insane comments. And I was going to clip some of the worst ones and put it on, but then I, I was like, I don't actually want anyone to read these. It's crazy shit, like, I'd fuck her if she had a bag over her head. She looks like fucking Ice Age, the sloth Ice Age, yeah. They're always like, she looks like a rat from Hot Topic. I'm like, okay, yeah, but like, stop. So, and you're always told as a comic, you're like, just don't read the comments, don't read the comments. So I try not to read them, but there was one comment I got, and it bothered me a lot because it was a comment on my first viral clip, million views, not bragging, but it's probably the best like structured joke I've ever written with like very clear beginning, middle, and end. And the guy commented and was like, this is trash, you're just rambling, this joke has no uh, construction or structure whatsoever, like you should be embarrassed. And this is the first hate comment I've ever gotten where the guy did not have a private Instagram, so I decided to make a fake Instagram to attack him. This is yes, him, and he is also a stand-up comedian. Okay, fuck him. So I made an account called Grubworm69, <laughs> and I've been leaving comments on all of his clips and DMing him things like, your comedy sucks. <laughs> and I genuinely feel very guilty about it because he has a son. Yes. There are a lot more, but that's all I have time. Oh, I forgot the biggest one. Um, I got drunk the other day and I ate chicken for the first time. <laughs> Worse than sucking dick. All right, let's. <laughs> and we're back at the Blackout Diary. Sean Bear Flannery, CJ Sullivan, and now you just heard Claire's story. Claire Sunby is joining us in the studio. Thank you, Claire. Woo-hoo! Thank you for having me. Yes. <laughs> I hope the listeners like was... the story. Oh, I'm sure they will. I mean, I think it's one of those stories. You know what I loved about that story? There were several things I loved about that story, but it's the first time I heard a woman talk about a story in a strip club that could be indistinguishable from every other guy's yeah. story. We're like, I think she loves me. Like, like I oh, really loved yeah. that aspect of it, of how how you went there with like the same kind of, del- well, I don't want to say delusions, but no, uh, it the was, same kind uh, of- Absolutely, they're professionals. They know what they're doing. It was, yeah. very, it was very empowering to dumb men like us, you know, like, oh. Yeah. It's not just us. Yeah, yeah, they can trick women too. They do. They, yeah, they, I literally, I remember I woke up the next morning and I just kept being like, I just- I hope when she looks back on it, she doesn't think that I'm weird. I was like, what, Claire, why do you care so much about this woman's opinion? Yeah, it must be tough, for, uh, have, actually, for women like when they trick other, I mean, strippers, when they trick other women, because they probably, like, they hang up on one more emotional. Like, at least guys, like, have shame and forget about it. Like, like, did you, did you really like me you now? And the text, like, no, listen, I got your money. It's over with. Please yeah. leave me alone. Yeah, she knew exactly what she was doing. <laughs> 
Um, where was I, I'm sure I don't I can't remember if you mentioned in the story what city was that in was okay, that Chicago I've been trying to remember what city it was in for so long because I mean it when I say I was I was blackout drunk no that's a um, common theme in our show people try yes, to remember it, the I city was, these stories happen. I don't remember how we got there but I was doing a road show I'll just say the other comics I was with Luca Ferro and Tyler Fowler and we were doing a road show okay. and it was all I know is that it was in the sticks and Tyler drove us and I we planned to go to the strip club after so I got so drunk at the show because I was so nervous. So I blacked out for the drive to the strip club. But um, it was full nudity. So I know it wasn't in Chicago because apparently they don't right. allow that here. Um, and it was called like the Slippery Saloon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love strip club names. I like, know. I, I, I was could like, read a blog. Well, especially small, small town ones like that. When they're in the boon. Oh. Yeah. Because like everyone at the show amazing. was like, you guys are going to the Slippery Saloon. Don't yeah. go to that one. They have the ugly <laughs> fat chicks. Go to this one instead. Well, that's the other th- That's the other thing, too, with the uh, like, with small town strip clubs. There's always another one they want you to go to. Yes, oh, no, yeah, no. They want you to go. That's the one we saw. Yeah. Yeah, like old whale house or some stupid shit like that. But we, I'm so glad we went to the one we went to because I found vixen and yeah I still, vixen. I still love her <laughs> what, a, uh, what an appropriate name vixen. vixen if you're out there somehow listening to this podcast claire uh you know <laughs> still has you. feelings i believe that you really mean what you said <laughs> that i was sweet and cute misconnections there craigslist that craigslist yeah. vixen. <laughs> she kept asking me how old i was too i was like i'm probably older than you well you do have a very young looking uh, kind of face, I do. and I mean that has to happen all the oh, time, right? Like I would sure, imagine yeah. you're carded. When I first met you, I was like, I, I assumed you were still in college. Like that, I felt that's how youthful you look. Maybe you were when I first met yeah, you. But, yeah, um, I'm Does that happen all the time at bars? Yeah, I'll tell you. Okay. I know. I'm sure this is a friend of the podcast, but a good friend of mine is Jonah Jerkins, and he's 45 years old. Oh yeah. He gets very upset because me and him go out to bars a lot, mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, y'all think I'm just like, like dating down or whatever. <laughs> Because he's that we're, I'm right. like, no, bitch, they think I'm dating down because you're yeah. ugly, but yeah, they'll always card him because they want to understand the relationship. Mm. What do you do? Oh, that's what do you funny. do for a living? That kind of situation. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or see if it's the same name. Like, yeah. oh, well, maybe yeah. it's an older brother or something like that. I always that. do Let a bit where, like, these, when these, the bartender's these... an earshot, I'm like, I hope I get the job. Thank you. After we've, like, taken shots or something. Just to make him feel uncomfortable. <laughs> that's pretty oh, that's great. pretty funny. Don't worry, Ooh. I won't tell your wife. Have a good night. Oh, power struggle bits <laughs> or power dynamic bits. I mean, I should say. <laughs> and Claire, where are you from originally? You're not from this, like the Chicago area originally, are you? No, I'm from Kansas. I don't know if I mentioned that, but yeah, I grew up in Westboro, Kansas. And hmm. what, like, because I feel that I've been to. I mean, uh, CJ and I have. I'm sure we've all done shows in Kansas. Kansas drinks but it's much more i feel rural even in kansas city than chicago like like what's been your experience with like drinking with chicago comics versus kansas Kansas, like pluses yeah. and minuses well, i actually i never drank or like did drugs or anything like that until i got to chicago um i think because like in kansas the laws are definitely a lot harsher when it comes to stuff like that like underage drinking and especially having marijuana mm. there my parents were always like if you get caught with marijuana, it's like you can go to prison for 17 years there. It's just so such a red state when it comes to that. So I never drank until college. And I would say the biggest difference so far is that when I would come back for summers, the the parties, like when I was in when I, my freshman year in Chicago, we would go to like these dorm parties and somebody would be like, oh, my God, I just made out with the guy from Shameless. And then my first party in Kansas, we go to this like farmhouse and I see two cousins making out and there's a cow and there's fucking shit on the ground. I was just like, this is so much more fun, but so embarrassing for all of us to be here. I'd say the quality of the hookups happening is probably the biggest difference. Yeah, the, Having a cow at a party is fun, though. Yeah, I feel. the names of yeah, characters yeah, change, but sure. it's the same plot. I like, I mean, I don't see and what yeah, and in Kansas, the, in Kansas, it's weird because like they'll be people of all ages at a party where at Chicago, I feel like it's pretty secular of like, this is a college party versus this is like an adult yeah. party. But of- yeah, my first party in Kansas, there were like a bunch of men in their forties there. That's <laughs> twice. It's twice. Like it's foreshadowing 40. to my stand up uh, comedy career. I was going to say that's twice. You said forties. <laughs> like it's a curse word, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I Although I will say <laughs> as a 40 year old man, if I walk into a party and everyone looks like, 
you know, 25 or younger, oh, I'm, yeah, like, I'm like, I need to get out of yeah, here yes. now. <laughs> I'm, I'm 26, like, yeah. and if I go to a party and people are in college, I'm like, I have to get sure. this to be illegal for me. I have to leave yeah. immediately. And that's, that's just as creepy. Beyond it being creepy, it's just terrifying, too. Yeah. It's, it's terrifying. Yeah. Going around. Like, what like, what going am on. I going to, what are we going to talk about, about them? together? Right. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Do you feel that way with your kids, Sean, of like, what the hell do I say to these people? <laughs> well, you know what it is, is you end up, like I'm not one of those dads that tries to be like a friend too. Mm. Like That's they know good. they can come to me if they have problems. You, you know what I mean? But we mostly just talk about like the normal parental. Like how'd school go? Do you need me to pick you up from this practice? Like like have you figured out this or that? Like I'm not like. So what's online experience like for you? Like like I don't <laughs> like like act. You know like like a lot of like open ended kind of questions about that. It, in fact, actually that like in some ways reminds me of your story. Where it was, re- I really loved the troll part of your story yes. about that dude that was bothering you online. Because yeah, one of the things that. I find really interesting is whenever female comics tell me, so we've all had negative comments. Yeah. But like the um, the kind of objectivity dudes do to female, like when when I get a negative comment online, it's usually like, eh, you're not my cup of tea. But like with women, they're like. You don't know what the fuck you're doing. Like, <laughs> yes. like, like the vitrialness yes. of it. Against oh my god! It feels so good to hear you say this because I get in so many fights with male comedians because they're they argue they're like we all deal with it. It's all the same, and I'm like, no, it's it's, yeah, it's very no. much. No, it's not at all. It's nowhere. No, it's nowhere near the same. How could someone possibly not recognize that? <laughs> oh my god! It's funny they're they're, they're doing it in the argument with you. Yeah, they're like, like you don't even know what a hate comment is, you stupid right. bitch. <laughs> I get them all the time, whore. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fucking constant. So that's great. So you made a burner account, which I do love. I did. Um, Grubworm69. I made a burner account, and I have been messaging this guy and commenting mean things on all of his reels. It's so funny. I, that love, I love the dedication. Yeah. yeah. I know. But and I so keep, ahead, the thing is, is, when I'm sober, I'm like, Claire, this is so stupid. But every time I'm drunk, I'm like, I'm going to comment something else on one of his reels. Yeah. It's a fun little identity <laughs> you've uh, created. And I get and I get why people do You kind of get why people do it. But you also Oh, I do. Some, yeah. You know, you're like, this is kind of fun. <laughs> this trolling. I, I saw mean, he has a kid. Some kind and I was like, should people. I be like ugly kid, bitch? But that that's the line. I was, I was, I was like, I will not that's say anything it. mean about his kid. I did not. I like you. you're a troll with a heart. I kind of like thank you. you, know, just, thank it's, you. It's, it's, there's so still that. part of Claire in there somewhere <laughs> yeah. inside that heart in of <laughs> what if he fi- I like him I find out your identity then he puts a separate burner account and just keeps on going down the line of burner I hope so ripping on each other's family. <laughs> I hope so I mean I know he's an open micer in LA and I've always been like I'm gonna fucking go I'm gonna go to the open mic he goes to and I'm gonna say something in person I don't know Ooh. why I'm taking this. Oh, so we should do yeah, this. I live in LA. I like send this. me, we send should, me uh, shit off. Wait, off really? Line. Yeah, yeah. I live in LA right now. Yeah. Oh shit. my god. I'll send you everything. I've yeah. cultivated a lot of information. I would love to. I would love to do that for one for the pettiness, obviously too, and for like that's that's a like a long term troll. CJ cross country no, say troll is amazing. I want you to also introduce yourself when you do this yes. as her flame account so i want you to say i'm was a siren 69 or something you were like, hi siren 69. 69 hated your act you know flame account by the way is a great way to call a burner account yeah what'd you call it a flame account <laughs> you guys know they're called um the, wow this is showing your age have you heard of finsta finsta yeah i, I have not yeah yeah it's, it's called yeah. A, it's called a finsta like a fake mm-hmm. instagram a yeah finsta. fake instagram oh that's funny yeah you need to ask your kids if they have one it is amazing to me how like I'm very new to Instagram. I've only been on it for about a year. Like what? I don't have like 600 friends or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I don't like it at all. That's and I've had it over I, half I've, my life. That's crazy. Yeah, and it, you know, it, it, well, uh, Claire, you, you, you say that now, Claire, but then the new generation is going to look at your Instagram like you're old, like that, like you know, the way we did with Facebook. Yeah. Like, oh, they're on Tik, they're on Snap, or whatever the new, you know, whatever the hell it is. But this is what I can't get over about Instagram. All the other sites are reasonably okay about just being like, this isn't a real person, or this person's an asshole, mm-hmm. and hiding them from you. But Instagram is like. We will open the doors for anyone. Yes. Like it's amazing how many visibly fake messages I get. Or, yes. or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it just the bullshit you have to wade through in Instagram. I feel is so much higher, and that's why I don't like it. I feel like the other apps. At least I'm only hearing from people I want to hear from. For sure. And then you get into like people buy all those bot accounts, so they have followers. 
There's mm-hmm. comedians that are like getting shows because it looks like they have 20,000 followers it's, when they bought all of them. It's just, it's all so messed up. It's fucking insane, especially like out here in LA. And one, and obviously it's a generational thing too because I'm older, but like young comics, I'll meet like young comics, like, like yeah, open mic, whatever. Like, oh, hey, you're great. You know, I bought a show. And then he, they'll follow me online or whatever. And I'll fall back and they have like 200,000 followers, you know, and they've been, doing, <laughs> they've been doing comedy for six months. Like, what the fuck's going on here? Like, oh, well, my yeah. dog has three, you know, half a million or whatever like it's, it's they're all just amazing at it i don't know the buying or whatever the hell it is but like yeah and, and that's how they get work yeah that's or you can like buy so, make your post be ads mm-hmm. to like drive people to your page mm-hmm. are you good at tracing your steps there talking- with the finsta by the way real quick is that because like i like when people get caught with their burners because like those they you know they'll, they'll oh they haven't logged out or logged it yeah. like, like if she were to post a, a flame the, message right, under use her real account by accident up or whatever. oh no no mine's <laughs> super undercover yeah i bet women are well women are great at that too at undercover too yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. It's the we one call that. Uh, I, I do work in IT security. We call that OPSEC. That's operational security, mm. knowing that you need to be in the right, right account uh, yeah. at the right time. Um, yeah, I never even thought about that. It's uh, and, and, and you're doing all this blind drunk. I mean, that's like kind of hats off. Uh, that's you. impressive. Thank you so much. <laughs> I would say dr- drunk women well, could solve all of the world's problems. Absolutely. They're online detectives. Don't look. doubt it for a second. Yeah. Nancy you put Bruce. like all the women, like if if the UN instead was just drunk women in a girl's bathroom at a bar, we would solve all of the problems. <laughs> right. If you give someone their oh, phone. I've I've noticed that just walking by the women's room, the the uh, incessant well, incessant's the wrong word, but it's this infinite cycle of compliments they're yes! just giving each other. Total yes, strangers 100%. and the positivity that comes out of the women's room is amazing. You, you know when you hear it. Yeah, I was on a terrible date a few weeks ago, and I went to the girls' bathroom, and I told them and. Immediately, all 10 of them were like, let's concoct a plan to get you out of here in a way where you don't feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and they, they all created this whole story. And we went out there and they made this whole scene about how like they were my friends from college and we just ran into each other. And one of them oh just got dumped God. and I needed to take her home and she was crying. And then I ended up hanging out with them the entire night. It was such a great. Oh, man. That would be a great reality show. I don't know about the legality of filming in the women's room, but if you could have like bathroom rescue where it's just women helping women at va- random bars yes. that they've they've hatched a plan in the women's restroom. I think I, that oh would be, I God. would watch that show. Yeah, it could be like a what would you do type situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's hilarious. And the guys show it uh, Well, Claire. they be like, all right, just, just take off, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck her. We talk off. about fantasy football no. and... Uh, uh, that's about it. Yeah, I was going to um, say, what the fuck happens in the men's restroom? It's still crazy to me that you guys are standing in there to like go to the bathroom. It's funny. Well, if someone does talk to someone in the men's room, I mean, it's it's definitely given with a weird a weird eye. Like, what the fuck are you really? doing? Really? Yeah, like, what are you doing? You know, so t- you guys are, unless you it's just like a... Yeah, unless it's just like so general, like oh, right. uh, you believe these fucking bears. Like you could say something like that. Yeah. But if you were if you <laughs> were to so if you were to go to another man... statement, you believe these fucking bears. Yeah. Yeah, that's like all you can say. Like, if you were to actually say, I'm on a blind date and I don't like the person, <laughs> I can't even get it out. I'm laughing so hard. If I were that? to say that in the men's room, you think it's a scam or something. What are you doing? What are you yeah, I would, I would think, you're a or something. The, yeah. I would think it's like, yeah, I would like be, I was like, this is very untoward. Like you're not a, like not a man. And I don't mean this in like a transsexual way. Like you're, you're an alien in some sort of body, like, like tricking me or doing it. The most I'll oh, talk in a bedroom is like after a movie, when everyone goes to the bathroom right after you line up in your urinals, I'll do like a, an eight second movie review survey with everyone in the bathroom there. Like, what'd you think? Not bad, right? All right. And that's it. <laughs> I yeah, used to sit on urinals it. to pee, like on to- like toilets. Oh, yeah. Okay. You like if the women's if there's too long of a line. Yeah, for the I women's would just room, sit on it like a toilet. It. Sure. Mm, it's, it works just. Uh, you know, that's interesting because usually when women try to use the men's room due to long lines at the women's room, they're like, "I'm insisting on a stall. Right. Like you guys oh, are going to no. give me the stall no, while I was, I'm in here." I, but I think you... it started once, and I was like excited to try something different. And after that, I was like, "That's my new thing, I guess." <laughs> it's fast and you can be the uh, kibitzer in our group you know you could be talking to all of us while yes. you're doing that i suppose yeah yeah getting, oh man these bears am i right <laughs> <laughs> 
Now, Claire, uh, before you leave, what are some? Uh, what's the real account they can follow you? On? Oh, if our yeah. listeners want to follow more of your career, the what's burner the best account. Way to Toss that you? out yeah. there too. Let's burner get your burner account some. Fo- Let's get your burner account some followers too. <laughs> yeah, go follow that. And then my uh, my real one is uh, Lil Shrimp Snack. L I L Shrimp Snack. Lil Shrimp Snack. I like that. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Thank you. Uh, and where um, where can they most consistently see you perform? Should they just go there to get all your Chicago dates then? Is that the best yeah, way to Yeah, I go? mean, I have a weekly show at Laugh Factory. I'm there every Tuesday at 730. Um, and then I have a weekly show at Dante's called High Dive every Thursday. So I have two weeklies, one Tuesday, one Thursday. So you can see me there. Oh, you're part of High Dive? I didn't really. Yeah. I've always loved High Dive. Yeah, yeah they decided, they oh, decided awesome. to add a woman, you know, 2023. So it's me and six <laughs> guys. But it's super fun. I love being a part of it. Awesome. High Dive is a great show. Uh, well, Claire, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. It was, it was great. It was great to talk to people from a different generation. It was <laughs> All right. That's it. <laughs> sorry, sorry. That's sorry. it, little shrimp. Get out of here. <laughs> then we're back on the Blackout Diaries. That was hilarious. Claire Sunby. Uh. <laughs> so funny yeah and i do like i agree with everything she says like in well it, it just like or um the dangers of being drunk online like i almost feel you know how we used to call it the information superhighway? Right. we should treat it like a real highway yeah. like you do not want to cross these lanes while you're drunk like get off this highway you should definitely be able to get pulled over while you're on the information <laughs> superhighway that's yeah. for sure you should not be able to be drunk on this information superhighway <laughs> That's what leads to all these drunk purchases for crying out loud, and uh, and the dangers and the dangers on there, especially if you know what you're doing online. I imagine it's dangerous. Like I I know you have mm-hmm. a, you have a litany of online discretion yes. when you're drunk, and uh, you of course are an IT man who are deep into the security worlds of uh, online. So and you've done some <laughs> flat out. I, I've rebuilt I've rebuilt exits and entrances. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm a drunk on the yeah. information superhighway. Yeah, you're. I mean, it's like a whole construction crew out there that's drunk. I mean, that is not what you want. Right. You're basically like, almost like a super villain sometimes, where you've held like blackmails and stuff like that. You've deleted websites of people's careers. I deleted like, one of our. We we used to have a comic group that I deleted our website yep. uh, drunk and then in a series of bad timings uh, my wife went into labor right after I did that <laughs> so <laughs> did that make the book I'm by like the sobering. way speaking of which I know the blur I don't I don't think it made the book I know the or group... if it has I haven't got right, we might as well name it the group was yeah. blurs of Chicago comics the, yes the, the people in there. Mm. It, was a, it was a thing that happened and there was a chapter in Mike Brido's Mike Bridenstine's book about him yeah, but yeah, I don't know if the ending ever got in there of the, the cer- unceremoniously finale of it. <laughs> it was this big thing. This big I did bring it back online. Movies but, on um, there, and you ripped it like a band aid and replaced it with a Dave Angelo block. Took it off the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, and I like. Uh, I do a lot of stuff online because I'm always like, oh, it's just math, right? And I'm always good at math, mm-hmm. even when I'm drunk. So, like, what's the worst that could happen? But uh, though it is just math, and though I am still pretty good at math when I'm drunk, sometimes I won't realize, oh, I'm still good at math, but I'm in, like, a history class right now. Like, like, like I will be deleting the wrong website, <laughs> or I will be creating. <laughs> so you think you're doing a good job. Right. <laughs> and then you're like, huh? How's it look? And they're like, this is not the city I asked you to build that house in. You know, so you have to okay. kind of go back to the drawing board. Uh, the key is to always be talking to people who know so little about the Internet that their first opening question is not going to be, were you drunk when you did that? You know, like, right. you, know, you can kind of come up with certain excuses. Yeah. You know? Try a different technique. Uh, I, you know, and I have a lot of problems. I mean, we we all, I mean, even when you were drunk, you had this too, but um, like drunk purchases, you know, and that's yeah. the worst part about drunk purchases is when you're married to somebody. Mm-hmm. Who watches all the credit card statements like a hawk? Right. Like Jess is always watching it. Now, if I do something, a drunk purchase on Amazon, that's easy. Like she sees it in the Amazon's website and so on. But if I kind of go rogue mm-hmm. and I buy off a different vendor, you know, or if I'm at a street festival or something like that, that's when it gets like she'll always be like, 
she'll call me. And it's also funny. It's it's hard to sometimes answer those because like they don't process the credit card statements immediately. So like maybe you buy it at two in the morning on a Tuesday. Like it may not show up on our bill till like Friday morning yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and it's always a weird different name. You, you know what right. I mean? Like it's never their business's name. Yeah, like, that's it, just it, an it LLC like, they have yeah. there. Yes. There are different guys, you know, a P.O. box. Or it's a, proce- a credit from. card processing. Right. It'll, it'll just say swift processing, you know, and she's like, what is this? She's yeah. like, should we fight this? And I always just immediately answer let's fight it let's fight it <laughs> let's fight it and she's like well did you do that and i'm like well that's a separate question you know but <laughs> let's start with fighting it yeah, let's unrelated. see how the fight goes you know? <laughs> all right <laughs> we're here to battle uh, i always like when they like when the company you know you're getting from a good company when they they give you a warning ahead of time now listen when you confirm this purchase you're gonna just want to tell you, on your credit card, it's not going to come across as the company you see here. We got a whole different, you know, different processing. Diamond Industries is going to come across as, you know, it's just, that's just something we all agreed upon. That we're hiding from the government, you know. So don't get scared. Don't send the alarms. Don't don't call fraud on us. You did this now. Yeah, I love that. What a great way. To just like complete the purchase in terms of a customer experience. Okay, you, you want to get that? Great. You made a wise decision, eminently wise decision. <laughs> I'm not going to explain five minutes why we don't exist on paper <laughs> before we complete this purchase. <laughs> like you will never find us again. Right. <laughs> once you leave this store, they gotta. You should help out these companies come up with different names that uh, pass the wife test because you have that accountant over your shoulder at all times. Like I need to listen. It's not me. I got. It's going to give me the red alarms. I got a bookmaker back home in the bedroom. <laughs> She's watching all of this like a hawk, okay? Maybe put they the word Hallmark like in a, there or something. Yes, exactly. You know? Or a misspelling of Amazon, right. you know, or something like that. Maybe something that the eye may not catch at first mm-hmm. glance. <laughs> Maybe you a jewelry store. Maybe she thinks she's going to get an unexpected gift. But go right. Ahead. No, I was just going to say, exactly. Not a GoDaddy thing for slammable dick caves, as you said. You had yeah. famously had one time. <laughs> yes, I drunkenly... Uh, that got me in a lot of trouble. I drunkenly <laughs> registered... <laughs> A domain, our buddy Mike Burns, who was just on the podcast a few weeks Friend ago... Friend of the program. ...used... Yes, he had gone through a divorce and was speculating mm-hmm. on, um, and he used to have a bit around this too, but I had forgotten about the bit because I hadn't heard it in years. And um, he was speculating on what the current verbiage might be, the hip verbiage for a woman that you want to like ask out. And he used the phrase slammable dick case. <laughs> slammable dick case. So he was trying to predict what the new jargon was going to be. The new jargon. And that was, it was his, so. That was it was a, like, I like. I like. I like he, putting this as a money making scheme. Like I'm gonna be on the. I'm gonna be on the cutting edge of the new. That's sh- what we did. for sniz. It was so weird and and so unexpected and funny to me that I immediately registered in the bar we were at, SlammableDickCaves.com. Yeah. And I remember, like you just said, being flabbergasted that it was available. Amazing. Like, I can't believe a, a businessman has, like, dot com. Amazing the internet's prime real estate. We're like, we don't need that dot net or dot org bullshit. This is dot com real estate. All right. <laughs> Were you gonna let Burns and in I on? on were you gonna let Burns in on the uh, profits that we're gonna pour in? Or was this like oh, a hundred percent. I'm I'm sure we had a long. I'm yeah. sure the rest of the day was business conversations so was, in our minds. Right. I was you know, hoping about a, like, you know, hope how a, we're gonna monetize this. Yeah, I was just gonna say I hope there's a contract <laughs> on a napkin somewhere with the slammable dictators. Fifty-fifty <laughs> split. I'm sure there is. Yeah, this isn't like. What do uh, we start with? T-shirts or mugs? What do we start with? You know, I'm sure like there was a lot of right, a <laughs> lot of plans being laid. Um. <laughs> But I did this, um, I was dating Jess at the time, but I was not married. Mm. And then I had not realized, like I basically completely blacked out, forgot about this. I did not realize is they have an option when you buy a domain. There's like click yes here if you want it to auto renew in sure. three years. Well, you have to de-click. And, and you probably have to de-click to not get it. That's what they do. That's how they get you. Probably. You know but e- I mean? even even if I had noticed right. it in that state, I was probably sure. like, there's no way I'm going to be finished with I? all my business in yeah. three years. <laughs> I'm not gonna be one of those idiots. I'm not gonna be one of those idiots to let it slip up and then someone else grabs it and sells it back to me at a high price, like a football team or something like that. That always happens, you know. Yeah. (laughs) So we get married during that three-year duration, 
And so she didn't see the original bill because right. I was a single man sure. managing my own uh, finances. Insofar, I don't think I ever looked at any. I was of the type, Man. whatever my credit card bill sh- yeah. showed up, I'm like, I trust you. If you say so. <laughs> like with what I'm doing. If you say so, Visa. <laughs> so, but <laughs> uh, when I get married, though, Jess, like she, she gets this bill and she's like, you know, $482 slammabledickcaves.com. What the hell is this? Like, what are you into? And I like, I walk in, I'm like, like, first of all, like, I'm not into it. I'm the owner of that. Right. Okay. Like, that is a major, Pair club for major style. investment. Like, yeah. I'm going to sign up. I mean, look at that. Look at that number. I mean, this is, I'm a proprietor here for crying out loud. <laughs> but yeah, that almost cost me. Well, I ended up not working at that place anyways, but uh, it was one of the reasons why it cost me. I was interviewing at a bank to do their security software and, and they uh, did not love that I, um, Owned slammabledickcaves.com. They, they did a research that like and a that came flag. up. Or was that in your LinkedIn profile? It did. <laughs> well, I wasn't on LinkedIn, but they yeah. like, um, yeah, uh, um, yeah, they did. They did. I remember them being like, "Are you?" They asked me if I was a pornographer in the in the job interview. <laughs> pornographer, like the seventies or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I was like, "That's when it immediately hit me." And I was like, oh, wait a minute. Is this about slammabledickcaves.com? Because like, I can explain. But then I had to tell that story. Sure. So imagine telling that right. story to a room full of bankers. You know, <laughs> like it didn't. <laughs> I remember. Like, I don't know if you were ever like this, CJ, but when I talk to my friends about job interviews, mm-hmm. they never know how it went. Yeah. I'm always like, hey, how'd the job interview go? Like, I don't know. I couldn't tell. Right. Like, I don't know if they liked me or not. I'm the opposite. I always know. Like the sec- like, I, yes. I always say my job interviews are like when you see the Olympic ski jumper right. and land and, and you go, how did it go? Like, like I either land in the hospital and, and everyone just thinks they <laughs> no saw me die or it's a gold medal. Yeah, like there's no, no and the guys were yeah, like, how'd it go? Like cliff yeah. diving, they say that. I think that was an old joke. You're yeah. either the best cliff diver of all time or stuff on a rock. <laughs> yeah, that's how I am with job interviews. And, my roommates at the time, they're like, how'd it go? I'm like, not well, you know? And they're like, well, how do you know? And I'm like, well, they're a bank, and they accused me of being a pornographer, so I don't think it went well, you know? I had to explain a website called Slammable Dick Caves for 10 straight minutes. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Well, uh, you're not alone, obviously. We're not alone when it comes to these drunk purchases, Sean, because there is a there's actually a science behind why this happens. Is like there? anything. Yeah, like anything, we like to talk we like we like to uh inform our listeners of why mm-hmm. why these drunk things. We all know inhibitions, of course, go down, but uh there's more there's more to it too. Because there's obviously a rush. That's why I say with the phones become the problem when you put the purchases mm-hmm. right there. Same thing with gambling and all, all these addictions. They put it on your phone right there, which you shouldn't be on a super information highway. You should be able to have to pull over and not yes. be able to do this so fast. Exactly. And uh, we have an article here from Good Housekeeping, okay. actually, and they talk about the science behind uh, Well, the actual headline is the real reason why we drunk shop. Yeah. And uh, first of all, CJ, this is an amazing figure. Uh, do you want to try and guess uh, how much we spend each year? Well, I'm just going to tell you. The U.S. last year spent $14 billion what? on drunk shopping alone. <laughs> $14 billion. Now, uh, that's an what ama- a figure. Yeah, that's an amazing number. Um, as you say, 14 like, how do you even get a human being? How do you even get a human being to understand? I looked it up before this. That would be like if you sold the Dallas Cowboys and Philadelphia. The two Super Bowl contending NFL teams could be purchased <laughs> for under $14 billion. Profitable <laughs> franchises. Sell them. You could get them just from drunk purchases of bird cages and whatnot and whatever. You <laughs> Put that together. Like every poll or uh, figures like that, I, li- I like to think about how they came to this number, though, as well, um, which I, I imagine there's a, when they do the poll when they're going through the purchases, they – because either people either admit that they were drunk purchases or this the person serving the poll looked at the <laughs> item and said, oh, well, this was a drunk purchase. <laughs> this was a drunk purchase. Yeah. Just eyeballing it because I would like that gig. I imagine they're pretty accurate. So that's why this is actually one of the numbers I, yeah. I believe because I believe it's pretty easy 100%. to come up with this. Oh, this is definitely a drunk purchase. With what Amazon knows about customers, there's no way they're wrong. Right. 
you, you know what I mean? Right, because like, it's regular shopping out patterns. out of your purchase yeah, history. Exactly. This just came out of left field at 2 in the morning. We know, okay? <laughs> we know. It's funny. The closest I've come to this now is I've, I said to Bird, look, I've been buying... Uh, because <laughs> it's funny because the card the cards do like it, you know suspicious activity things like that you know they'll throw in there mm-hmm. this is weird i keep buying birdcage um ladders there's a thing i do for my gambling show where, where, where i do a fun prop bet with like ladders you know um mm-hmm. and whatever it's just a term so they're hard to get like the prop ladders i don't know i, I was thinking maybe i'll go to a, a michael's you know where they where there's people pose for pictures like holding on it but like Practical ladders aren't easy. So I'm like, oh, yeah, birdcage sure. ladders. Look at that. So I keep buying these birdcage ladders <laughs> like for different things. And then eventually <laughs> they didn't have any, so I actually went to a Petco. I did I did, I did the groundwork. I went to the store, you know, and in there they have a whole community. Like They're asking me questions about my bird. I'm like, oh, I don't own one. You know, and they're like, what? What's going on? You don't own an animal. <laughs> So then eventually, I'm like, I should, I should start lying. So now I have a whole story about my bird, Barry, and they love it. They go, well, you got to bring it in. That's great. They're all, they're That's all friendly, hilarious. Yeah. It's just easier to no, deal with. No, absolutely. It's, I'm, I'm starting to like bird, the Barry. But then I, then I'm like, then I, then I even went to further. Like, maybe I'll buy one, you know, just to not do the lie. I looked at like $1,500, these fucking birds. And they're they're like, very really, expensive. Yeah, and apparently... Depending on what kind you get, if you get like the really smart one, I, we once right. had a conversation with Petrovka on this at 710 Lounge. And I don't know if you were there. He didn't believe me on this. He's like, I'm going to go get a cockatoo. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you should oh. be real worried about doing that. Because some birds are so smart that you actually have to talk to them. Yes. Like throughout the day or they go crazy <laughs> like and like kill themselves. Uh-huh. So you have to like, you, you basically have, it's almost like saying, I want a new friend too and I'm willing to put in the work to be your friend. Yeah. there's, uh, there's And a... I guess you got to give it little puzzles sometimes too. Like you got to hide its food in different ways yeah, to challenge yeah. it. And yeah, so like, you, you, like it's, it's, it's not an easy pet to maintain. <laughs> no, they're high maintenance and they're obnoxious. <laughs> and like I always say, <laughs> parents, they wouldn't be such assholes if they, if they take if they tasted better and they know and they and, and they know that <laughs> you know so that's the thing is they know that <laughs> i like you going in there and just going what's the dumbest fucking bird in this place <laughs> like what is <laughs> can't hold a conversation right. a stool pigeon wants or something its food like that. in the same spot every day doesn't like a challenge i want a good for nothing moron bird right and they have all smart birds in there and they all have like personality cards too like now barry yes. you know like he likes the giggle he's a little shy at first but then he really loves entertaining he does chew a lot but that's just because he's precocious like that like Jesus Christ. Um, oh, I went to one. Uh, my son used to be really into reptiles, and the birds are always next to the reptiles at uh, pet stores. Yeah. And this one lady is showing off this bird to a prospective customer, and she goes, oh, do you want to see what he really likes? <laughs> and um, she brings in, like, a Walkman and starts playing Elvis, and yeah. then, like, the bird dances. And she's like, you have to do this twice a day with um Whatever the bird's name, Elvis, or whatever yeah, yeah. the bird's name is, and I'm like, are you serious? You're buying a fucking dance partner here? Like, like this is like a lot of work, right? There's a show I do in uh, Laguna Beach. I always say whatever uh, a couple times, and it's a little bit dry, but they have it's a nice restaurant, but they have a nice you know whatever show downstairs. But outside, where you walk in, they have this huge cage. And they have a they have a toucan, like a cockatoo, and like these parrots, you know. And they talk, and they talk, you know. They, yeah. they heckle you. you know, That'd they, be hilarious. Yeah, they, they've lived in a bar, right? They live in a bar. They hear the act. They're like, "This is funny." I heard this last month, you know. And then people are always trying to talk to them, and you can tell. The, and, the, and the people working there are like, "Don't talk to them. You're gonna all right. It's it's gonna be good." Like like you were saying, you got to keep it busy now. Like these mother like, these fuckers won't shut up if you give them something new. And Hello, hello. It's like somebody at a party yeah. where where you you uh like we all know that one person like don't ask that person about work. Right. Like don't like you will be stuck with that <laughs> yep. person and for the next 5 hours. Yeah. They're such a drama queen. It and like is. that. And yeah. you can tell these people get like the they just want to say, "Ah, hello, like cracker." And then they start talking they're like they're, they're like, Look, "How do I get out of this conversation with this fucking toucan?" <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, I yeah, and they don't pick up on the normal signals no. of like, "Okay, yeah. then you, you know the tree Right. goodbye or something they'll just keep talking they're birds yeah they're birds long drive back bird i gotta well, i gotta probably should hit the road here uh what are you talking about what's traffic well i haven't i haven't told you how my penis and um <laughs> asshole are the same organ yet i haven't even gotten into that and all the problems that creates <laughs> oh man. Um, we, well cj before we go, go there's yeah. one thing i want i wanted to end on a hopeful note 
All right. Because we've been talking about the dangers of being drunk online and purchasing, and maybe you're contacting the wrong people, you're doing behavior that you just are going to regret the next day. Yeah. And they are now trying to solve these the problems of the technology with more technology. Mm. And there are now apps that are supposed to stop you from doing drunk uh, internet and technology things that you might later regret. Oh. This is from Livewire, and the headline is Apps to Avoid Drunk Texting and Drunk Posting. Use these apps to protect you yourself from yourself. I love any app or any kind of technology or anything that, that you do that says, okay, stop me in the future. I know what's going to happen. <laughs> like <laughs> like the, the equivalent of, all right, don't let me have a third drink because I know how I get you telling a friend. Yeah. like, But you're telling yourself this. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Totally. And I love... I love the uh, naivetivity or self-delusion that you'll be like, all right, so I can't, controlling myself is not an option. Okay, <laughs> right. so I'm going to put you, the other person, or the other app in charge, and we're also both going to hope I'm not smart enough to think around that, <laughs> <laughs> or, or talk you out of it, or disable you, or just go to a different place, right. Hide or this. borrow somebody else's phone and ruin my life, you know, because I've locked myself out of this. Yeah, hide this from me, <laughs> don't tell me where it's at, and no matter what, because I'm not going to let up. Do not tell me. <laughs> Do not allow me to find this thing. So these are apps that stop you from drunk shopping, are you saying? Well, they they stop you from a, well. a, a wide range. They can stop you from everything. Like the first one, CJ, is called Drunk Locker. Drunk and Locker. And it will just straight up lock you out of your phone. That's pretty great. Because <laughs> drunk texting is obviously a horrible solution, a horrible thing mm -hmm. that we do. I mean, there's nothing worse than waking up the next day knowing your phone is loaded with drunk texts and you just got to do a Zamboni work and just clean up. What did I do now? Who did I send this to? What exes did I send this shit to last night? This is a pretty good Drunk Locker is a free Android app that is a total shutdown option, allowing you to block Facebook, Instagram, X, formerly Twitter, blah, 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 shopping apps such as Amazon and PayPal uh, to also stop yourself from binge buying mm -hmm. unnecessary uh, purchases. Um, rather than relying on a sobriety field test, Drunk Locker assumes you're an adult who knows in advance that you'll be drinking, so you set your own timelines and specify <laughs> right. which of the apps you want it to block you out of. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be great. The phone like already knows. All right, now uh, there's a big game on Friday. We know how you're going to get go <laughs> judging by your purchases here. It looks like you're going to get pretty oiled oh, yeah, up totally. around 6 o'clock. Well, I see uh, I just connected to Buffalo Wild Wings Guest Network, so I'm going to go ahead and start blocking things. <laughs> That's incredible. I like it just being totally aware, you yeah. know. Look at this, this app. Is where they need us for this. Yeah, right. go I ahead. Like, I like the name of it. Some of these names of these apps are great. Drunk They're dial, hilarious. Drunk dial no. No in all caps. It's like a big stop sign that says no. <laughs> There's a stop sign for it. Right. And then and then they put locks. They put locks over the people's contacts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it lets you send yourself a now message. Now this one is one. I was going to say, yeah, let's, this it lets is you send something 48 hours into the future, cautioning your drunken self against making a bad mistake into the future. That's, that's amazing. I love that. I would talk to myself like an actual time traveler, too. Right. I would be like, Sean, this is Sean. Like, yeah. I, like I wouldn't just send the actual text. I'd be like, I know right now you're panicking yeah. about seeing yourself in a different time. But. Like Total Recall, Arnold on the monitor there. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> First, welcome to the future. I hope that <laughs> make sure you try the calamari back there. It's great. Anyway, <laughs> oh, this is an interesting. I didn't. I did. I didn't see this one. Uh, Drunk mode keyboard, CJ okay. for iOS. Drunk mode keyboard is a free iOS app that aims to stop you from sending those regrettable messages while inebriated. Set drunk mode on for a period of time you specify, and your keyboard is disabled. Oh, I thought maybe. What I thought would be funny is if it was looking at how you use your keyboard, and then after a certain amount of stakes, mistakes, it's like, okay, all right, right, we're locking it up, buddy. Kind of like, like if, we can you, tell. Like, yeah, we know. Kind of like if you mess up your password five times, they know they they suspect. Yes. It's, you know they suspected somebody else. All right, well, you're locked for at least for a couple hours here until you can sober <laughs> up here. I mean, you <laughs> you've, you've spelled the word loose three different ways. Not even not even the correct, <laughs> not even the common and correct spelling way. You're all over the place with this. Oh <laughs> yeah, man, these are amazing. Have a, you, I, I, 
because you're right. People always say you should have to Go. breathe breathe into your phone for it to work, like as a gag, like a straw, mm-hmm. like a billion. But yeah, the phone should know by uh, any other algorithms that, like uh, like you said, different Wi-Fi's it connects to, different kind of purchases and sites you're visiting. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. This this isn't you. Come on. You know this isn't you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That should be another one, like a disappointing mother app, you know, that's like, come on. Mm -hmm. You know, are these people really even your friends that you're hanging out with right now? (laughs) Come on. Oh, man. Anyway, that's that is a nice positive note to leave this drunken technology episode. We have other things we'll get to. I'm I'm sure we'll revisit this topic because we have so much to Mm-hmm. Very, and it's a very common theme and a very common unless problem. these apps solve it cj maybe the, i'm gonna i'm gonna try one of these apps maybe they'll solve the whole problem but we will we will see i'll, I'll report back in a few weeks about how these apps work all right i like it i like drunk, drunk locker seems like the uh, hand all send all that seems like it gets everything everything in one place every, every, with that one yep. every regret in one place they do drunk locker <laughs> CJ, what do you uh, before we sign off here? What do you got going on? Sure, you can follow me on Instagram. CJ Sullivan was taken. I mentioned the bottom line bombs that show earlier where I'm being buying where I'm buying bird ladders for things like that for my man in the box segment. Just subscribe. Climb to up that. the ladder with CJ yeah. Sullivan. <laughs> it is. It's ladder chatter. We call it. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm also the bet detective. That came up too as a thing. There's so, there's so many fun like uh, um, conspiracy uh, stories. I don't know if you saw last night. I'll just say this real quick. The uh, Joe Burrow for the Bengals. He, he played last night. He got hurt in the game, but walking into the game, he had like some kind of weird sleeve thing on his on his wrist. You know, okay. And, so it was an injury they didn't mention. You know, which is bad in the NFL. You, uh-huh. you have to mention all injuries. Yeah, you, you know? can be fined for that. Yeah, yeah. And they're going and they're going to be. So he got off the bus. And there's like a video of like he just how you know how they do those like this is how you come to work like walking in like a practice you know like, yeah yeah those yeah, stupid yeah. videos you know like this yeah. is a business trip you know um yeah. and then some fans like whoa what is it because it was like hidden but when he detected like whoa yeah. what is this thing you know and, was, and he puts it out there and it went viral next thing the Bengals just deleted the tweet said everything's fine nothing happened <laughs> and then it's like and so they start trying to raise remember and then he gets hurt immediately so now they're in trouble and the coach like I've never heard about this so I don't know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> the line switches in Vegas. Yeah. And then I myself, I will be uh, in Cleveland. I don't know if this will come out in time, but I will be in Cleveland uh, the Friday after Thanksgiving with our good friend Adam Burke performing at Mercury Music Lounge. So if you're listening from Cleveland, get tickets for that now, please. Perfect. All right. And we will see you guys next week. Sounds good.